0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Top 10. It's a weekly podcast. Um, I am your guest, Kyle. I'm not your guest. I'm your host, Kyle White. And uh, it's another Top 10. Uh, it's a weekly podcast where myself and a guest talk about our Top 10 in several or in different topics each week. Um, could be movies, could be TV, could be music, could be anything. Um, this week, my guest is Everett from Auto Looks. Um, Everett, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good today.
0: All right, perfect. Um, We're going to be doing top 10 Disney animated films, and uh, we're going to include Pixar films in that as well. Um, And I am very excited. I am a huge Disney fan. Um, For all my listeners out there, you know I like Disney movies. I love Honestly, I like pretty much anything animation, but Disney is what I grew up on. So I'm excited for this. Same here. All right, uh, if you want to kick us off with your number 10.
1: My number 10, uh, my number 10 on my list has got to be a classic going back to uh, Pinocchio, one of the All earliest right. ones I remember seeing as a kid. and uh, you know kind of shows you uh, certain things in life, where to go, and uh, it, the meaning behind it is pretty good.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a fantastic choice. Um, this is one I can really remember watching as a kid uh it's, I I had it on VHS um and I watched it a lot um the remake with Tom Hanks was kind of a big letdown for me um but the original animation animated one was fantastic
1: yeah same here
0: all right so my number 10 um is the newest movie on my list um and I actually just watched it like 2 days ago um And it might be on here solely because it's so fresh in my mind. But I really, really loved it. And that's Elemental. Um, It's Pixar's newest movie from this year. Um, I just think that it tackled a lot of tough topics in a very creative way. um, That my daughter, who is two, loved it. I mean, she was like glued to the movie. But then my wife and I also were like crying at the end um so it just like it it was brilliant to me that it it kind of connected to like you know a lot of different age groups um and i think disney does a good job of that uh, of making movies that are great for kids but also adults can enjoy them and get a good message out of them Uh, so i I really enjoyed this film
1: yeah i just watched that one uh, two weeks ago with my kids yeah and then watched it again on the uh, the Sunday with my wife because she wasn't here that night. Okay. And same thing. It's uh, My son saw it in theaters twice before even seeing it at home. And he's like, yeah, it's got a good story. I won't give anything away to you guys. Yeah. And it really did.
0: Yeah. And it was one that typically I see, oh, Pixar's coming out with a movie. I got to go see it. This one didn't do that for me. I was like, eh, it looks okay. Um, and then even when it came to Disney plus, I was like, I mean, I'll watch it when I watch it, I guess. And then, uh, we had a friend say, y'all have to watch this movie. And so my wife and I sat down and watched it with our daughter and I was like blown away. I just, I couldn't believe how good it was. And I just, and maybe I liked it so much cause I was expecting it to not be great. Um, but, but it was, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. All right, so we can uh, move on to your number nine.
1: My number nine is actually one I just watched last weekend for the first time with my daughter. Okay. Uh, Didn't watch it a lot as a kid. It kind of got to me. um, It was kind of one of those ones that, you know, late 90s Disney was kind of just looking for some ideas, trying to, you know, go back to some stories and figure something out. And they just wanted to do their take, and that'd be uh, Hercules. Hercules still had some, some good points to it. And. it's still one of those Disney movies that you watch it and it's like, yeah, it wasn't 100% great. It wasn't 100% good, but it it was entertaining. And then you realize, you know, it's, it's almost an hour and a half, but it felt like yeah. it was 30 minutes. It was right. a short movie. It was like watching a TV episode. And then the story behind it is, is amazing too. You know, you, you know, don't always trust every single person you meet. And yet, right. you know, some of those people can even change with, you know, Specific things that might happen in life or, you know, love will conquer and find a way.
0: Yeah, so um, I feel like this happens every episode. My number nine is also Hercules. Um, uh, And this film I watched a lot as a kid. Um, But it's one that I've stuck with even as an adult. The music in this movie is top notch. Um, And like you said, I, I like that it shows... Just because you come from like a bad background or a bad situation, you can always turn that around. Um, you don't have to, you know, follow, you know, where you come from. Um, and I like that. I think it's a great message, especially today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Hercules, fantastic choice. Um, it's both of our number nines. Yeah. So we can go to your number eight.
1: My number eight is a classic from 1996. Yeah. the movie that uh, everybody probably knows where I'm going with this one the one that brought Pixar out Toy Story I watched it a lot as a kid and uh, like the message behind it even at its time I understood it as a kid too you know being pushed around and bullied and that and yet even sometimes somebody that doesn't like you as much or somebody thinks that you're moving in on their territory and gonna take over they can still become a a great friend and a great ally and you'll go to great lengths just to, to hang out and be with them. And then, you know, bringing the CG market right into the world. Uh, that was at a time my brother was getting into doing CG before he really got into cool. doing video games and that. And so it he, he kind of brought me into it just before the movie came up, but seeing that movie come out and the animation in it was just, it is amazing for, for it's time.
0: Yeah. This, this movie's great. Um, uh, I like that it showed um kind it's almost like it it's like you're the best kid at school at a certain thing and then a new kid moves in and they're better than you at that um like i it it's like this weird parallel um but even just the idea of your toys are alive, i mean as a kid, that was just wild. I mean, it was, it worked so well. Um, I loved Toy Story as a kid. I mean, I still love Toy Story, but I mean, I had this huge collection of Toy Story stuff, and um, it's actually still at my house. Um, but it, uh, I, this movie's great. All right, my number eight is from two thousand two. Um, I don't think everything. Now my list is fairly new, um, but it. it Honestly, it's mainly just because it's the stuff I grew up with. But my number eight is from 2002, and that is Lilo and Stitch. Um, I, I feel like this movie doesn't get enough credit. Um, it tells such a heartfelt story for a kid's film. It tackles such a big t- a big situation. Um, I mean, to tackle a, a two grieving sisters and a sister who's thrown into motherhood, um, because her parents are gone, and then to throw aliens on top of that—it's just—it's just a wild story, but it, it's fantastic. Um, and I—I kind of was that weird kid, um, so like I really related with Lilo as a kid, and I just—I think this movie's great. My daughter also loves this movie, so I get to watch it a lot.
1: Yeah. All right. I guess for me, number seven is uh, one I kind of share with my wife. It's her huh. favorite Disney movie, but uh, it's one I saw a lot as a kid. And for some reason, you know, I put on a Disney movie and you go back and watch VHS tapes at the time, and they'd show you previews of like next year's movie. And for some yep. reason, this one always just kind of stuck out with me. It was uh, Beauty and the Beast.
0: Fantastic. Lander
1: Beauty is yeah, inner beauty's right, right there. It, it's you have to look for that um, true beauty really isn't on the outside, it is on the inside. And everything they go through in that movie, you know, on top of the comedic relief and the great music in it as well. Uh, live action I wasn't 100% uh, sold on, but uh, the original animated version of it, it's uh, it, it, it still stays with me and it's one of those things that I can still go back and watch you know, hundred times over.
0: Yeah. So this film is, um, I, I make a point every episode that these lists are my top 10 favorite. Um, but if I were to do an objective Disney list, I think this would be the best one. Um, in my opinion, um, it's not on my list of favorites, but it is an incredible film. And I think, the fact that it was the first animated film to ever be nominated for best picture um, before there was a best animated picture um, category just speaks volumes. Um, I mean, it, like you said, it, it tells such a great story and it's just so well done. Um, I did actually kind of enjoy the live action. My daughter really likes the live action. Um, I don't know why she typically likes animated, but for some reason that one, she likes the live action. Um, but, I watch uh, this film at least once a year and I, I really enjoy it. So my number seven uh, is from 2007 and it's a Pixar film called Ratatouille. Um, I love this movie. Um, I don't know if it's just because I like to watch them cook and the food looks good. Um, but I also um, I taught special education for a while. And I love the idea of anyone can do anything. Um, it doesn't matter who you are or what you're dealing with. You can do anything you set your mind to. Um, and I just, i love that. It's a rat who cooks. They took the dirtiest animal they could think of and made them a chef. Um, and I just love that and it shouldn't work, but it absolutely does. Um, this is this is one that my wife likes a lot, and we watch because she loves watching like cooking shows, and so I get an animated movie, and she gets to watch someone cook. Um, so it works out for us.
1: Yeah, same here in my house. My wife was you know pastry chef back oh, in the yeah. early days, and uh, yeah, when that movie came out, we were actually uh, that was around the early times we were dating, so we actually went and saw it in theaters. Yeah. She's the reason why she really wanted to go see it. She's like, it's a rat that cooks. Like, come on, we got to go see this.
0: Right. Yeah, it's such a good movie. Uh, I think it's another one that gets slept on a lot. Um, I know a, I actually have a friend who won't watch this be, just because of how much she hates rats. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, it's a cartoon movie. Like, come on. But still a really good one. Yeah. All right. So you're number six.
1: My number six is actually a second part to a Pixar movie. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Finding Nemo is a good movie, but I found uh, the storyline and like even the graphics and everything behind Finding Dory a lot, a lot better. You know, it's no matter how much you could forget, you're you're still drawn back to your your family. You can forget every single thing in your life, and then eventually it just hits you. Something just brings you right back to where you you came from. it's like being displaced i moved around a lot as a kid so you know my first house i ever bought was actually in the same area as my first house and it kind of just brings you right back to that to where it all started from and then you know finding nemo and finding dora movies you know being in aquariums and in the water the animation is just amazing on it it's one of those things that's i know they have the aquarium bit you can just put it on on the dvd and just leave it like an aquarium yeah as long as you've got a great tv it's an amazing background
0: yeah that's a great choice um I, i like that they revisited um this i think a lot of times disney um not pixar usually does a good job but disney will make these awful sequels um but but finding dory is very well done and i think finding nemo was deserving of a sequel and i like that it wasn't centered around marlin and nemo they did dory's story and they kind of told you where she came from and i the way they tied it into like when she saw the boat and when she you know met marlin i thought that was really really well done yeah so yeah great choice all right so my number 6 Uh, It's the first princess movie on my list. It's from 2010. It's called Tangled. And I really enjoy this movie. Um, I'd I'd like to say it's because I have two girls, but it's not. Um, I liked this movie before that. Uh, It's just very well done. And I think Mother Gothel is a fantastic villain. Um, And just... So, I, I, it's just so well done. Um, the animation is beautiful, and again, it goes back to you can do whatever you want. Um, that whole sequence in that bar where it's you know, um, I've got a dream, and they talk about the things that you know, they're all these like criminal types, but they have these dreams of not being criminals. Um, and I just thought it was very, very well done
1: and then when you find out that that uh, the castle they modeled after is an actual one in France it's just like oh my god i showed my yeah. wife that once and it's just like oh we have to go there <laughs> yeah because i know my that was my, one of my daughter's first disney movies that she can remember that yeah. she loved and uh, we actually had a friend too that came over and saw it the first time my son watched it and she fell in love with it she's like oh i can't believe i didn't see this one it's
0: it's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's one that it came out. Um, I was in high school um, and it was, I didn't watch it really. Uh, I was like, yeah, my, you know, high school dude, I don't need to go see some princess movie. Um, and then I watched it, I guess, while I was in college and was like, I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> why did I not watch <laughs> this sooner? Um, and it's just gotten better for me over the years. I, I uh, my two year, almost three year old, watches it a lot it's there's like four movies that she rotates through and this is one of them um so it's it's on all the time in our house um but it's just just so good
1: yeah
0: all right so halfway point you're number five
1: Oop, Number number
0: <laughs> Oh, number
1: four yeah. yep
0: did we get mixed up somewhere? I, because I'm that was my number six.
1: Oh, Pinocchio, Hercules Toy Story Beauty and Beast Finding Dory. Oh, it's because we had one the the same. I guess for Hercules.
0: Okay.
2: Let's see. So
0: yeah. So you said what? What were the ones you've said so far?
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I actually only had. Nine on there. Uh-huh. Uh, let see. For mine. Uh, moving up to number five. Okay. Uh, was, I guess you could say, another second part to a movie. Yeah. Uh, for me, Monsters Incorporated was a good movie. Really wasn't uh, a major hit, even with myself. I was, right. didn't get really into it. But Monsters University, it kind of came back. Um, I think just the story between... The two main characters uh really put a lot of things to perspective for myself like they're two two animes two completely different people and yet they become the best of friends in the end and i i don't know how many times in my life like college or high school or elementary that you know it it went the other way for me a lot of times we're best friends and they split apart but then uh when i got into the working world Situations like this came up where there were people that like, you know, if I knew you back then, you would not have gotten along. But here we are, like the best of friends in the world. Right. We can do anything together. And it's just that whole part of that story, just their bond coming closer and closer together. And then proving that, yeah, Mike may not be the scariest monster out there, but, you know, he can get through it and he can find a way to help a yes. scary monster actually succeed at it it's like it's saying yeah you can be the best that you want to be and you can try and try and try And then there are some points that you can have all the information and may not be able to get there but there could be another avenue for you to get there because in the end uh the two of them you know they didn't get the job at monsters inc but they worked their way up and they knew what they wanted to do but they they worked hard and got there
0: yeah, so I couldn't agree more. Um, this is absolutely better than Monsters, Inc., in my opinion. Um, I know a lot of people who disagree with me. Um, this would have been my number 11, probably. Um, I love this movie. Um, also, um, I went to Texas A&M, and a lot of this movie is based off Texas A&M, because a lot of the animators went to school there. Um, and I mean, like the character Sully's named after... Um, Lawrence Sullivan Ross who is a former president of A&M um so I, I might be a little biased but uh it's just a great movie um I mean you've kind of hit all the major points um that Dean uh, Hardscrabble is just horrifying um they did such a good job making her terrifying um my daughter calls her the spider she doesn't like her um <laughs> But uh, yeah, that that movie and d- just you know going back to you know being kind of the weirdos, but that doesn't mean you're you know the worst at something. You can be different but still be good. Um, and I I, I just really relate to that. So. All right, so my number five, you mentioned already, it's uh, Toy Story, <laughs> and uh, we I mean we talked about it earlier. Um, fantastic. Uh, this is one of the first movies I can truly remember watching as a kid. Um, and I mean, I was like three or four when it came out, but I, I mean, I can remember just being mesmerized and just the fact that my toys could be alive. I can remember like shaking a toy and being like, I know you can talk. Um, and, uh, just, you know, just such a good movie and just, just one that, you know, Aged super well. I feel like um, you know, I still watch it today, and it's just as good as it was when I was a kid. Um, and this one, Toy Story four, kind of fell off for me, but the the second and the third one, I felt like were you know just as equal to the first one for me. And they're all fantastic. They are making a fifth one. Um, I don't know yeah. how I, f- I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean, whatever. It's Pixar. They can do what they want. Yeah. But yeah, so story all right so your number four
1: my number four is uh one with uh one of my favorite comedians of all time the aladdin
0: all right and, yeah or,
1: yeah that uh robin williams is a genie just makes that movie well so much better yes and like i always thought the story behind it was was great it's you know, the guy rises up from the streets to still gain the, get the princess, and uh, even though they have the laws, they decided to change them because it, it is true love in the end,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which conquers all. And, but, uh, yeah, Robin Williams is a genie. I don't know how many times as a kid I went back and watched them, and I've seen the other two that they released after that, the one without Robin Williams, and then the third yeah. one where they brought him back. And, uh, you know, hearing the stories about... Uh, even Rob Robin Williams playing the genie and, uh, you know, meeting kids and remembering their names and it, it really just brings you back to how, how great that he was as, right. you know, a comedian and doing all of those characters. And it's, it's one of those things where if, you know, if he hadn't done it, would the movie have been as big as it really was?
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, it's a fantastic choice. And Robin Williams really does make that movie. Um, I love that, you know, he is the the salesman at the beginning of the movie and then the, uh, it tells this, you know, the story and it's the genie and um, just all of, like there's so many like one liners that you could watch that movie a hundred times and still catch something new every time you watch it because um, he just, you know, he has such a fast delivery and so you miss some stuff and then later you're like, oh my gosh, I never noticed that. Um, it just just great uh yeah so um you mentioned earlier that uh beauty and the beast would have been your wife's number one um my number four would absolutely be my wife's number one and that is the little mermaid uh, we watch this movie a lot i actually really enjoyed the live action version of this um I mean this is my wife's favorite movie almost so we definitely saw it in theaters uh the live action one and um I it does not, you know, hold up at all to the original in my opinion but it still was a good movie. Um I thought Melissa McCarthy's Ursula was fantastic. Um I did oh, not man. expect her to do well but it was fantastic.
1: Yeah, she um, really took her part and ran yes. with
0: it. Yep. Yeah. But this this whole thing of a kid, you know, not listening to their parent and, you know, making a mistake but learning from it uh, is just, you know, me as a kid. <laughs> and so uh, I, I just really relate to it and I just, I like the story. Um, and this is one that we watch all the time because my daughter is obsessed with mermaids. Um, and so, yeah, Little Mermaid number four
1: yeah for me that was the first disney movie i ever owned all I right for christmas so yeah Seen it a few times
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh top three
1: yeah my number three uh being a car guy naturally it would make it into my top list was cars yeah. um you know just the story behind it it was reminiscent of an old movie that i saw with um uh, no, no, Mike Myers, uh, Michael J. Fox mm-hmm. where he kind of gets trapped in a small town, his Porsche breaks down as he's on his way to Los Angeles and he, you know the story is very reminiscent of that so I even remember when I first saw this because this movie came out when I was in college and it's like yeah I remember a story like this but centering it around vehicles and making them alive and making a world all around that is one of the things in the even in this day going back and watching the movie and seeing stuff in in the background, like it took me years before I finally started realizing that some of the background mountains are actually cars and, you know, got the outlines of them, there's the grill and that, like it, it's a lot more prominent when you watch the movie planes, but when you Uh go back and watch cars, it's like, whoa, yeah, (laughs) there's a lot more to this movie that I missed when I first watched it. And then, like I said about the story with it, like, I had heard a story similar to that before, but being centered around cars and then putting the whole aspect of NASCAR and racing and all that into it just, uh, made it big for me. It's the uh, first time I ever really saw an animated movie centered around vehicles, like everything right. else with cars for me has always just been car chases and movies, but this is living, breathing cars. And, uh, It was actually the first movie I ever watched with my son when he was a day and a half old in the hospital. (laughs) Brought my laptop in and we watched it. Well, I should say I watched it. He slept through it.
0: Yep. I did the same thing when my daughter was born. I had my laptop and just watched movies. Um, But, uh, yeah, Cars is great. Um, I don't think it gets enough credit. Um, The second and the third one are okay. Um, The first one, though, is fantastic um i think larry the cable guy as mater is fantastic um i think it's you know pretty close to perfect casting um just for that character um and just the whole storyline like you said it's great um i love that they centered it around um route 66 and uh just kind of showed like I mean, it was this kind of huge storyline about how the interstate really did take away from, you know, the natural beauty of, you know, what that part of the country was. Um, and I, I just thought it was very well done. Yeah. This, this is one that like randomly, my daughter will be like car movie. And I'm like car movie, (laughs) let's do it. Um, like every time she says it, I'm like, I don't know how you remember this, but all right, let's watch it. Um, yeah, it's a great one. So my number three I actually watched today. Um, It's the one that my daughter picked to watch tonight before bed. And it is Coco from 2017. Um, This is easily my favorite Pixar movie. Um, And uh, my dog wants to be part of my podcast tonight. Um, But um, Coco is great. Um, I again it's this kid who doesn't fit in um he wants to do music but his family hates music and i've always me and my sister both have always loved dia de los muertos and so a movie centered around that was just right up my alley she loves this one too um my daughter calls my sister mamie and this is every time she my daughter wants to watch this it's uh, mamie's coco mamie's coco i'm like yeah sure we can watch mamie's coco that's fine um yeah, I just, I love the storyline behind this. I'm um, a sucker for music, so the music in this is great. Um, yeah. This is one that I will kind of often, like, listen to in the car. I, I like the music from this movie a lot. Um, and so I just really, really enjoy this movie.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so you're number two.
1: My number two. I think my number two is one of those ones that kind of, change everyone's perspective of a lot of you know disney and pixar movies was inside out they literally go in your mind and pick apart each of your four main senses and parts of your mind and just it's one of those stories that kind of is yeah that is way different and when you see the ads for it it's like okay that looks looks good because it's there's so many movies coming out that are just rehashes or, you know, a similar story done before being redone. It's like, no, no this is like an actual new idea. Somebody sat down and thought about it. It's, right. You know, it was it ran I guess you could say between my my second favorite, uh, this and Wally always kind of fight each other out yeah. for for good ones. Um, Wally really didn't make my list only because well, it's a good story, but right. for entertainment value, it's yeah, it's still there. But Inside Out is, it's just the story behind it. Even the little girl and seeing her and, you know, how she grew up and all of her memories in it, and then, you know, they find the um, the imaginary friend in her memory bank, and yes. it's like, yeah, man. you're gonna think about it. all those memories are, are still there. What happens to them? They kind of they covered a lot of that, even the. Uh, your dreams, you know, going into the dream theater area where they make your dreams at night where it's an actual studio. And it's like, you know, that's, it makes sense. It's, um, the only other movie I ever watched where I watched it and I went like, that actually makes sense to a lot of people and can answer a lot of questions for kids was, uh, Arthur Christmas. Yeah. It was like, Oh, how's Santa get around the world? And it's like, and it covers so much in it. Right. Like inside out kind of does that same thing. Or it's like, why do we act this way? And it's like, what happens if we take one of our emotions away? And they kind of, they show it when there's no happiness and sadness, what happens when anger, disgust and that get involved. It's like, yeah, yeah,
0: it's truly, truly genius. Um, yeah, that one of the most genius things in this movie is the triple mint gum. Uh, when they're they're like, like, Oh, we just throw it up sometimes just because it's funny. It's like, that is so true. Uh, You know, just stuff that from, you know, silly commercials that just get stuck in your head. Um, But, and also, I mean, you hinted on it, but that scene with Bing Bong where he's fading away. Oh, man. It gets me every time. Um, I just, this is fantastic. This list is so hard for me because this could have easily, any other day, could have been in my top ten. But it it just kind of got edged out. And, man, just thinking about it's like man this probably should have made my list but it's a really really good one all right so my number two it's probably an unpopular opinion um my wife tells me all the time she doesn't know why i like this movie um but it's the hunchback of notre dame and i love this movie um i again i i'm kind of drawn to outcasts um i've always been like that um and this movie is like the ultimate outcast movie. Um, and uh, I just think it's a fantastic story. Um, they tackle some stuff in this movie that probably shouldn't be in a kids' movie. Um, I mean, that whole scene and uh, where uh, Frollo's like dancing in the fire and basically like talking about his sexual feelings for Esmeralda. It's like, uh, This is a kid's movie, Um, but it's still fantastic. Um, I love this movie, and again, the music in this movie, I jam out to it all the time. So uh, that's just a good one, and it's another one I had as a kid, and I watched it all the time. All right, big moment of truth here, number one.
1: My number one actually came out my last year of high school. Mm -hmm. funny thing is we actually watched it in high school so here i am in grade 12 and we actually watched this movie in class and you know it's kind of weird because it's a disney movie and by then it's like yeah it's not like being in elementary school where the teachers will only allow you to watch disney movies but just the comedic factor of this movie just set it off for me and that's the emperor's new groove this is my number one i watch it yeah how many times i watch it, it it's just as funny as it was before and it you know and it comes at a time just a few years after chris farley passed away and yeah you know it's just david spade on his own but he you know coming off of just shoot me and doing this it's like yeah he david spade can make it on his own and and on his own like this movie is it's a perfect character for him it is i always ask myself you know what would have. What what would that movie have really been like if Chris Farley had been around and they had him instead of John Goodman in it? Yeah, how much more funny could it have been? Like right. it's one of those what if moments. But even with John Goodman in it, it's still an amazing movie.
0: Yes, I this movie is just fantastic. Um, Kronk is great, Esmas great. Uh, just that that first scene where he's like, how long has that been there? And there's the spinach in her teeth. That cracks me up. Um I all the time, like I'll be dancing with my daughter or something and my wife will bump into me and I'm like, Uh, you threw off my groove. Um, and like this movie is just insanely quotable. Um yeah. the the poison, Cusco's poison, the poison for Cusco. That that whole thing is just great. Um there's another one that my daughter always asks for the llama movie. And I'm like Absolutely, we can watch for the llama movie. Um, just, just great.
2: Um,
0: yeah, my, my wife and I did an episode of uh, this podcast where we did our top 10 animated movies, and I think this was my number two. Um, and it, uh, just edged out by a movie that's not Disney. Um, but Emperor's New Groove is just phenomenal. Um, I mean, talk about original storylines this is about as original as it gets um i mean again the music um, tom jones and doing the music in the beginning is just great um i just i could watch this movie i i did watch this movie every day for a while in college it was i'd turn it on and just fall asleep
1: well, um, like i said they, they yeah. brought it in when i was in high school like right. grade 12 right near graduation and a bunch of grade 12 kids laughing their asses off in class. Yep. And people are just like, it's a kid's movie, but this is funny.
0: Yep. Yeah, it, it it's one that, like, uh, when my wife and I first started dating, this is what I would fall asleep to every night. And um, I'd tell her, I'd be like, I'm serious. It'll start and it'll say, well, will you take a look at that? And I'm asleep. Like, But, it, I mean, it got to the point where, like, I was not going to sleep if I wasn't watching this movie. Um, and I didn't own it at the time. Um, it was on Netflix and they took it off Netflix and I was like, uh, wait, what do I do now? Um, yeah, Yeah. but, uh, yeah, fantastic choice. Um, I, we had a lot of similarities on this list. Um, and, uh, two that were the exact same number, which is cool. I don't know if I've ever had that before. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the same number one, which is nice, that's cool, and, uh, if you're out there listening and you haven't seen any of these movies, um, you should watch them. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of Disney movies that we didn't mention that are great, but I mean, if you're, you know, like, I don't know about, you know, animation or Disney, but start here. Um, this is great. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably seen a Disney movie, um, unless you've lived under a rock or something. Um. But, yeah, fantastic list. Um, Were there any that almost made your list that you didn't quite get there?
1: Um, Like I said, Wally is one of the ones that kind of came close to my list. And uh, one of the other ones I remember as a kid watching was another one of those second parters where I found the second part was better than the first was the, uh, The Rescuers Down Under. I agree. The Rescuers was a good movie. Uh, original story and everything but like the rescue is down under for some reason i don't i just way prefer that one
0: yeah i i completely agree with that um for me um tarzan was really close um this came out when i was a kid and i mean if we're just going off music alone that's i mean top notch that phil that phil collins soundtrack is just insane um and then uh I actually really enjoy the movie Dinosaur. Um, this also came out when I was a kid. And uh and then Treasure Planet was another one that I don't think Treasure Planet gets talked about enough. Um
1: No. And Treasure I Treasure th- Planet and yeah. Atlantis were right near the end of the yes. animation time and right. it's like they forgot get forgotten really yeah. easily.
0: I truly think if they made a live action Treasure Planet, um and they and they did it right, it could be fantastic yeah um and i mean if anyone can do it it's disney because they've got as much money as they need to put into it (laughs) um but yeah so all right um thank you so much for doing this i really agree i really appreciate you know you uh using your time to join me on my show um thank you for having me yeah uh this has been another top 10 so a weekly podcast where myself, Kyle White and a guest talk about our top ten and random topics. my um, guest this week was Everett. Um Everett, if people want to, you know, find you or see what you're, you know, doing, where can they do that?
1: Uh, either they can find me uh, through I guess you can say anything that uh you look for autolux. Okay. Autolux is one word, autolux.net is the website and then okay. uh, hashtag autolux. Uh Autolux on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Cool. Uh, Instagram is different one. That's uh I think Doctor the Auto Industry, because my Autolux one got shut down, but okay. Yeah. All around all AutoLux.
0: All right. Perfect. Um uh, thank you so much for joining me. Um your list was great. Um had some fantastic choices. Um usually there's you know something someone puts that I'm like, eh. But, I mean, I actually agreed with your entire list. Um, And that's, you know, the beauty of this show is everyone's opinion is different. And I like to hear people's choices. Uh, So, again, thank you for joining me. And uh, thank you out there for listening. If um, you uh, please like, share, subscribe if you enjoy the show. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks.